Greetings in the name of the Lord. Once again, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries, San Diego. And it's a good day. It's a good day to be alive. It's a good day to be on this planet Earth. Yeah, I said it. It's a great day to be on this planet Earth. There is so much for us as a people to accomplish. And so I'm fired up about what God is going to do during this difficult time. We're going to learn a lot about ourselves. A lot about who we are and whose we are in Jesus Christ. And so I'm here to encourage you, to inspire you that the best is yet to come. And I believe that with all my heart. So again, thanks again for tuning in. We're going to get right into the podcast because we have so much to cover. And so today's episode is entitled, What to Do While You Wait on God. And there's a scripture that simply reads is in uh, Psalms 37 and 7. It says to be still in the presence of the Lord and wait, somebody say, patiently for him to act. Now that be still in the presence of the Lord. Well, sometimes that's the real issue that we're not in the presence. Yeah, God's everywhere. I know that. I know that. I'm, I'm talking about getting your attention when you stop doing everything else. Close the TV. I should say, turn off the TV, close the windows, kick the dog out and the cat, the kids, the wife or husband, and have some alone time with God. Because sometimes things can become a distraction. And so that scripture simply says to be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Because God wants you to wait patiently for him to answer your prayer. But have you ever noticed that we can endure waiting as long as we can, uh, as long as we can grumble while we wait? Have you thought about that? We can tolerate waiting in the DMV line as long as we can. And we'll gripe and complain about how lousy and ineffective the government is. But God is say, simply saying, be still. Be still. I mean, I understand. Waiting is hard work and at times can even test our faith. It's especially difficult when there are no guarantees that our waiting will ever end this lifetime, in this lifetime. Desires we long for, I mean, prayers we've been praying and news we're waiting to hear can tempt us to be impatient, discouraged, to worry, and even wonder if God even cares. Have you ever been there before? I've been there before. Perhaps this is why the Bible talks so much about waiting. God wants us to know that waiting is far from a passive activity in which we do nothing. I mean, in fact, scripture even teaches us that God wants us to actively participate in the work he desires. I'm going to want you to underline that word he desires to accomplish Waiting strategically can cultivate good fruit in our lives, such as patience. Now, oh man, I know many of us are very impatient and we don't like that word patience because guess what? It forces us to change who we are. We have to have perseverance and we even have to have endurance. But it also draws us closer to Jesus and it points those who are waiting and watching to Jesus. Now, what are your tendencies 
when you're waiting on God to act? What are your tendencies when you are waiting on God to act? What do you do after your request something that you request something to him in prayer? But what are your tendencies? How do you act? How do you respond? How do you function in life when you're waiting on God? Well, before we get into it, we got to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the episode what to do while we wait on God. Hi guys, I'm Christopher. You may know me. You may have heard of me. I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministries San Diego podcast and I'm here to say that if you like what you're hearing and you would like to donate, you can. Head over to Instagram at Phil Gale Howard and scan the QR code on the second slide of the most recent post. You can use a QR scanning app or you could just point your camera at it if you have another device that has a camera function and it'll take you to either PayPal or Venmo where you can donate. Now the money is going to be used to provide for the homeless and the less fortunate and those who have been negatively uh, affected by the ongoing pandemic, whether it be job loss or whatever the case may be. It would be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for your time. All right, we're back, we're back, we're back. And we're going to get right into the episode. And so what to do while we wait on God? The first thing we have to do is we have to believe that the God who saved us hears our cries. Now, there's a scripture in Micah chapter 7, verse 7. And it says, but as for me, I will watch expectantly for the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Oh, man. So much of the word of God we discover. The little word, but. Yeah, B-U-T. I mean, this little tiny conjunction joins two thoughts together through stark contrast. I mean, oftentimes we read of the foolishness, the fretfulness, the disobedience and rebellion of sinful man. But then in contrast, we read of the faithfulness, graciousness, and long-suffering of our God. But despite the foolishness and the fretfulness and the disobedience and rebellion of Israel during this time, we hear Micah proclaim, but as for me. See, I love that term, but, but for as for me. Because sometimes people will put their problems on you to get you upset but you have to have that confidence like Micah, Micah did he says but but as for me I will watch expectantly for the Lord but as for me I will wait for the God of my salvation my God my God will hear me see the tempting enticements towards worldly pursuits Fleshly ways and ungodly activities are the challenges we all face in a Christ-rejecting sinful world. As believers, we have, we have a choice. And there's a couple of choices. It's to be ruled by the flesh or governed by God or to adopt carnal fleshly pursuits or to walk in spirit and truth. Because listen, listen, people. Have you ever felt like your prayers are just bouncing off the ceiling? <laughs> you have prayed for years about a concern, but God has seemed quiet or silent. That's where God demonstrated his love and mercy towards us when we were still his enemies. 
So watch with expectant. Expen- that's not the word. Expectancy. <laughs> Easy for you to say. But be prepared for unexpected answers. Because see, in Psalms chapter 5, verse 3, it says, In the morning, O Lord, you will hear my voice. In the morning, I will order my prayer to you and eagerly watch. See, here in this, in this scripture, David is a wonderful example of, of a man of prayer who trusted the word of God. I mean, his prayers... His prayer life was regular and it was systematic. It was orderly and faithful. And he prayed with expectation that God would answer his prayers. Morning by morning, he directed his thoughts to the Lord and lifted up his voice in prayer and praise to the God of his salvation. Day by day, he discovered that God's mercies were fresh and new every single morning. For he knew that the word of the Lord endures forever and ever. Great was God's faithfulness. So while God has been faithful to answer many of our prayers, it's often been in far different ways than we would ever anticipate. When God begins to, sh- to answer our prayers, we often find his answers disorienting. Circumstances might take unexpected courses. Health might deteriorate. Painful relational dynamics might develop. I mean, financial difficulties might occur. And spiritual and emotional struggles might emerge that seems unconnected. We can feel like We're going backwards because we're not clearly moving forward. And I mean, we cry out, you know, that cry, that that nasty cry in painful confusion and and, and an aspiration. When what's really happening is that God is answering our prayers. We just expected the answer to look and feel different. So there's an acronym that I want you guys to memorize, and it's simply the word GROW. The word GROW, G-R-O-W. Going to rely on his word. See, when we are growing in humility means pride has to be done away with. Learning to love like Jesus requires us to say, not to self constant demand for selfish ambition, wanting our own way in putting ourselves first. That's what humility is, and that's the only way you can grow. So while you wait on God, that you remain humble. You have to grow in patience, because inevitably involves some form of waiting, whether in a long line at the grocery store or a lifetime for a loved one to come to Christ. When we lay our requests before him, it is by faith that we wait and watch the watch in anticipation of God's good work in us and others. Expect the unexpected. I'm going to say that one more time. Expect the unexpected. Most of the greatest gifts and deepest joys that God gives us come wrapped in painful, I mean painful packages. So we also have to put our hope in his word. See in Psalms 130 verses 5 through 6, 
It simply says, I wait for the Lord. My soul waits. And in his word, I hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen in, uh, for the morning. See, in Psalms 130, it's really a psalm of ascent. One ascending from the depths of despair to a joyful confidence in the God of the gospel. See, Psalms, the Psalms of Ascent were likely sung by pilgrims journeying up to worship in Jerusalem at annual festivals. And as God's people traveled up those dirt roads, those winding paths to the city, these Psalms or songs would fill their lips and act as prayers to tune their hearts for hope-filled worship. Let me express this, people of God. See, worship will fulfill your life while you're waiting on God. It will fulfill your life when you worship him in spirit and in truth. You see, we can be tempted to put our hope in things that may disappoint us in the end. I mean, we can hope a doctor will heal us. We can hope a teacher will pass us. We can hope a spouse will love us. We can even hope our employer will reward us or a friend will help us. But it's only when we put our hope in Jesus Christ that we can wait with confidence and know we will not be put to shame. Hallelujah. Because it seems that God allows us to experience disappointments in life to teach us something that nothing else will truly satisfy or provide us with a firm foundation to stand upon. God's word alone is unshakable. We can wait for the Lord, knowing that no matter how dark the night is, his light will break through in our lives, bringing abundant joy through a more intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. You also, people of God, you have to trust in the Lord and not lean on your, under, on your own understanding. Why is, this, why is this so tempting for us to depend on our own wisdom rather than on the wisdom of our all-wise God? What makes us think that we know better than he does what is best for us? See, the scripture speaks clearly about how to live life abundantly forever with Christ. Yet too easily we justify our sin and declare disasterful commands irrelevant and do what is right in our own eyes. See, these seasons of waiting reveal where we are placing our trust. We also have to resist from fretting and refrain from anger. We have to be still and choose patience. We have to. See, it's easy to say we trust God, but our responses to delays, frustrations, and difficult situations really exposes where we are actually placing our hope. There's some questions that I want to ask you while we're here. Are we convinced God is listening? Do we believe he's good? Do we accept that our circumstances are sovereignly ordained? Do we doubt he really cares about us? You see, when we choose to wait quietly and trustingly, we not only honor God, but encourage others to put their hope in him as well. We have, to, we have to see this as an opportunity to experience God's goodness. See, when we focus on our problems and what God has or has not given me, 
We are prone to grumbling, complaining, discontentment, bitterness, and selfishness. When I define goodness by what brings me the most comfort and happiness and gratification in this life, then anything that threatens these things will tempt me to question God's love and goodness. You have to understand God demonstrated his goodness when Christ absorbed the wrath of God that we deserved. It was our punishment that we should have received, making a way for us to be set free from the power of sin and our enemy, Satan, who seeks to steal and kill and destroy our eternal joy and peace. For those who have eyes to see, Seasons of Waiting offers countless, I mean countless, boundless opportunities to witness God at work in and through us for our eternal good and his glory. We have to wait for God's promise instead of going on our own. See, scripture offers plenty of examples of saints who got weary in waiting for God and chose to do things their way. I've given way to that temptation as well. See, even in my own life, God's goodness is promised for those who wait patiently for him. So no matter how long, regardless of how hopeless things appears to be, even when it seems to cost us everything. Oh, there's a scripture in Ephesians that says God is able to do far more abundantly than we can all, than we can ask or think according to his power at work within us. When we wait on him, we will never, I promise you, we will never, ever be disappointed. And listen, we also have to continue steadfastly in prayer and being watchful with thanksgiving. Hallelujah. See, another temptation we face is when God does not seem to be answering our prayers is to stop praying. I mean, totally stop praying. Be honest with yourself. How often do you really pray? Do you do that quick prayer before you go to bed or that quick prayer before you go into work or just maybe at the dinner table on Thanksgiving day or when you go out to eat? Well, we can't really go out to eat right now with this pandemic, but when we used to go to 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 go eat and we would say a little prayer before we we would bless our food for the nourishment of our bodies. That's the only time we pray. Really? See, that's the thing about it. That's the temptation that we have to be steadfast in our prayer life. We Listen, p- stop expecting him to act while giving way to a spirit of cynicism rather than thanking God for, for who he is and all he has done for us. While God may not answer in our timing or in the way we expect, He will, I promise you, he will accomplish his good purpose in our lives when we wait for him and persevere, hallelujah, in prayer. That means that I'm challenging you right now. This week, I want you to to make some more time to be on your knees and pray to God and talk to God and let him talk back to you and talk to God and let him talk back to you because the more you have this, not a, a... monologue but a dialogue with God because as as you pray God wants to speak back to you about maybe some things that's in your life that's currently going on and maybe some even future plans that he has for your life 
So we have to be constant in prayer and always give thanks to God. We also have to remember the blessings that's yet to come. For as long as our hope is set on this life and things that gratify our flesh, most likely we will likely feel frustrated. We will most likely be discouraged and even hopeless. But listen, Jesus Christ came to offer us eternal joy and freedom from sin. And although we have been set free from sin's power, sin's presence is still at work and all around us. But thankfully, the gospel assures us as believers that God is for us and works all things together for good for those who are called according to not our purpose, but his purpose in Romans 8.28. So I want you guys to understand something. During long or even short seasons of waiting, our hearts will be encouraged to remember that the best is yet to come. You see, I want you to hear me from the bottom of my heart. One day sin will be no more. I mean, we will be free from self's demands and temptations and experience everlasting joy. So do this. Set your mind on things that are above. Set your mind on things that are above and not things that are on the earth. For you have died and your life is hidden in Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then and only then you also will appear with him in glory. Listen, be still. Be still. Just be quiet right now. Just as I'm speaking to you, just be still. Just just drop your hands. Kind of even go limp. Just kind of relax. Just, just relax right now. And allow his presence to fill you right now. Right now you're in the presence of the Lord. God is, God is right in your presence right now. So right now just get as close to him as you can possibly get. And as you do this, just wait patiently for him to act. Just wait expectantly with hope. And this is done through serving him. When you serve the Lord. It helps you to get your mind off what you're waiting for and to get your mind right and to get your purpose right. So when God blesses you, you can receive everything that you deserve and more. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for all your many blessings. We thank you for this time that we can share of your faithfulness, of your love for us. And Lord God, as we Learn to wait patiently for you. God, help us to distrust your word, to trust you, knowing that you have our best interests in your hands. So, Lord God, I pray over everyone that will hear this message, that they will learn about waiting on you, that it's a good thing to do is to wait on you because everything that you have for our lives will be a blessing to our lives. We thank you in advance for what you're going to do for people all around the world, oh God. Help us to wait patiently for you to answer. 
We ask all these blessings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We thank God for another podcast. We thank God for this another another episode. And we're excited what God is doing here in San Diego. And so for those who want to support this ministry, Full of Life Ministry San Diego, please, we have a cash app now. And it's simply the dollar sign Full of Life SD. If you'd like to give whatever amount that God has purposed for you to give, please give that amount. Not grudgingly or out of necessity, because God loves a cheerful giver. So these monies will be used for mission only. We're trying to do some great things for the kingdom of God. And so people all around the world, whatever you are led to give, please give. Give with the right heart, with the right purpose, knowing that this is a joint venture. And I'm excited to hear from you. If you want to email me, Email me at PastorPhil at LovingKindnessWC.org. Please let me know. Let us know what God is doing in your life. Again, please, we want the support of the ministry, whatever you can give. We also have PayPal, Venmo. Um, there is the QR codes that, that was um, stated earlier. So please, let's continue to do this in Jesus' name. Let's continue to be a blessing all around the world. Let's lift each other up. Let's pray for one another. And let's believe in the God that we serve. So again, once again, this is Pastor Phil signing off. God bless you. Talk to you real soon. Have a great day. God bless. <music>